You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hello and welcome back to... The Early Night Show Virtual Edition. My name is Joshua Turchin, and thanks so much for being with us today. I'm so excited to welcome the incredible Dan Rosales from Spamilton, Trevor the Musical, and Dogman the Musical, and the amazing Berkeley Silverman from Paw Patrol and Working Moms. So please stick around. Welcome to the Early Night Show. The light at the end of the tunnel is finally nearing. Every week, more and more people are getting vaccinated, which hopefully brings us even closer to Broadway reopening. So get ready, 17 fake Times Square Elmos. The pause is hopefully ending soon. And for anyone who's ever hugged one of those Times Square characters, you could already be immune to COVID. Actually, seeing them and the tourists in Times Square is one of the things that makes me so happy or scared sometimes, but they're really a part of what brings the city to life. There's always that one character, though, that kind of gets left out. You know, then they try to jump into the picture at the last minute, but get ignored. I think we've all felt like the last one picked before. There's actually a song from the musical Whoop-dee-doo. It's a review, and the song is called Last One Picked, which I really, really love. This is Last One Picked. Clink a glass and wipe your eye for my bygone days at Springbrook High. And the class I learned to dread. That ego buster they called Fizz Ed. Basketball, baseball, football, stickball, volleyball, dodgeball, tetherball, kickball. Playing was hell, but worst of all was the ritual that came first of all. That's when the teacher said, all right, captains, choose your teams. Last one picked, non-athletic. Last one picked, at sports it was pathetic. Other kids could tumble and run, but my coordination was totally un. Six guys left, stomach sinking. Three guys left, my self-esteem was shrinking. Felt so ashamed I could have cried. Nobody wanted me on their side. 
how many notes did I forge to say? Please excuse Joshua from gym today. He's wrenched his back, his colon spastic. He's hypoglycemic and his kneecaps are plastic. I was the last one picked, rejected by the rabble. Last one picked, I could beat them all at Scrabble. My brains didn't do me a bit of good. The bottom of the barrel was where I stood. But time went by, and I met you, and learned a team could consist of two. The way I was, was a-okay. And who cares about kids' games anyway? Last one picked. The pass is passed now, last one picked. And last time, not the last now. I'm first draft choice on a winning team. Like I always dreamed I'd be. Imagine my surprise when over every other guy you My first guests and I were in rehearsals together for the new show, Trevor the Musical, at Stage 42 in New York City, until COVID-19 resulted in an extended intermission. I'm so, so happy to welcome Dan Rosales to the Early Night Show. Hi, Dan. Hey, Joshua. How you doing? I'm doing good. How are you? I'm doing great on this chilly day today, but looking forward to spring. Thanks so much for having me. Of course. I'm so happy to have you on today's show. And I can't believe it's been a year since we last worked together. Like time literally flies. Time flew. Time simultaneously feels as if we're moving through molasses, but also in the blink of an eye, it's been a year and our show is still on hiatus. So, you know, fingers crossed, everything gets better and we're, we're back in a rehearsal room soon. Yeah, I'm really hoping because it was such a fun show to do. Uh, like when I was cast in Trevor and I learned that you were in the cast as well, I was just so excited to work with another Forbidden Broadway alum. I'm just like really, really upset. I didn't get to see you star in Spamilton. Oh my gosh, thanks. And likewise, you know, uh, yeah, being part of the Forbidden Broadway family was a blast. And, you know, Spamilton luckily similar to your forbidden broadway show got the reception that was kind of unexpected and we were like oh my gosh this thing really took off um it was so much fun working with uh, gerard and jerry mack and, and everyone involved with that uh but yeah that was kind of like my my introduction to the whole forbidden broadway world and being able to be so free and silly every night and just being able to make fun of yourself i think you know helps exponentially in everything else we do in life oh yeah definitely like who did you play in the show? I played Lin-Manuel as Alexander Hamilton in Hamilton in Spamilton. So it was kind of convoluted. That sounds like so much fun. Like, how many quick changes did you have? How many quick changes do uh, I, I luckily, I got off easily because I was Lin-Manuel the whole show. I think maybe I added like a cape or a couple of hats and sunglasses, but uh, the rest of the cast, the awesome, like four other people that were in the show with me and the guests, uh, that would come in every week, they did so many quick changes, like changing from the Hamilton, like get up into a cat's joke, into a, a Dear Evan Hansen joke, into a come from away, get, you know, 
it just kept like going and going and going. So I, I, I got up easily and had to, you know, I had to hold it down and just stay in my costume most of the time. So <laughs> it's like just a lot of energy that goes into putting on the show each day. Yeah. Yeah. And that's like the nature of the beast with parodies like that, you know, is that like the satire, you have to be so involved in it. Otherwise the energy just like slumps. And that's, you know, audiences love parodies like that because it's so fast and energetic and even more so than like uh, musical comedies already are. Like we're putting a hat on a hat. So it's like, it has to be even more elevated. I know it's so hard to have theater paused right now as performers, but the first AEA approved production during the pandemic really brought so much hope to all of us. How long was the run of Godspell and where was it performed? Uh, so we did Godspell at uh, Berkshire Theater Group in Massachusetts in the Berkshires. Um, and it was originally scheduled to run from the end of July to the end of August, I believe. But um, it, it was an incredible whirlwind of events. You know, it was the first musical that happened since uh, COVID, like AEA sanctioned, AEA approved with all of the health protocols in place. We had to be tested three times a week, like the really intense nasal swabs where they go all the way into your sinuses. Uh, we had to be in our own bubble. We quarantined before we had to get there. We had no visitors allowed. If friends and family came to see the show, they had to be six to 10 feet away and masks, you know. Um, so it was, uh, it was the biggest, one of the biggest learning experiences I've ever had in my life because we are still in the midst of a global pandemic and navigating how to be safe, but also trying to, you know, take a step forward and make sure that things can happen in a safe way uh, is absolutely necessary. So I was really happy to be a part of that. Oh, yay. Did you have a favorite memory of being a part of the production? Um, <clears throat> I, I think it was just being able to perform. I mean, we, the production was a little different than your regular Godspell in the way that when we came out, we'd uh, told stories about our experience with what happened when Broadway shut down or when COVID uh, kind of shut down the nation. So instead of the traditional, like, um, what do they call the traditional, like, babble of, of all the greats, uh, great thinkers at the uh, beginning of Godspell, uh, our director, Alan Folderman, substituted this kind of personal essay where all of the actors just kind of you know, put their heart out on the stage and like, this is how hard it's been for me. And I think that really resonated with the audience because they're, they were there in masks outside in a tent, six to 10 feet apart, like in chairs, essentially in a parking lot, but they still, it was sold out almost every single performance. We, in fact, we added two weeks of performances at the end because it was so in demand because it was the only show happening at that time. Well, there was one other one-man show at um, Barrington Stage, but we were the only two things happening and both of them in the same town and the entire nation that Equity approved. Um, so I'd say my favorite experience, one of two, was just feeling the audience's energy when we finally got the show going and that they were almost in disbelief, like, wow, this is here and it's happening and I'm able to see theater and it's great. And adding on to that, it was being able to perform for Stephen Schwartz at our closing show. He came and saw it and afterwards, you know, was just so emotional uh, about what we were able to do with his show in something that felt so necessary, you know. Wow, that sounds like such an incredible experience. What about singing a song with me today? 
Yeah, I'd love to. Let's cool. Do it. Uh, what song would you like to sing and why did you select that song? So I loved the movie Aladdin growing up. Uh, it's one of my favorite Disney movies of all time. Everyone always tell me that I look like Aladdin. I'm still waiting to be in the show, which is fine. But one of my favorite songs is Proud of Your Boy, which was cut from the movie, but was uh, kept in the original Broadway production. So I'd like to sing that for you. I just think it's a beautiful song. Cool. Well, I am so, so excited to hear you sing the song. Here we go. amazing. I can't wait to work with you again, hopefully soon. My next guest can be heard everywhere as the cute puppy Everest on Paw Patrol. I'm so happy to welcome Berkeley Silverman to the Early Night Show. Hi, Berkeley! Hi! Hi, I'm so happy to have you on the Early Night Show. Thank you so much for having me. Of course. How has school been going for you since the pandemic? 
Um, it's been okay. It's been a little bit difficult adjusting, of course. Um, I just started going back in person actually this week, so it's definitely changed a bit. Um, it's definitely changed from last year as well. Everyone is starting to adapt to the new ways of learning, sort of the asynchronous learning that we have to do as well. And we're all learning how to get through it together. I think everybody's in the same boat with it as well. And I think it's even brought some of my classes closer together, which has been really interesting to see. But it's it's been difficult, but it's been okay. I think we're all sort of getting the hang of it now. Oh, that's so cool. Now you're going into your senior year, right? Yes, I'm currently in my senior year. Congratulations. How has the pandemic impacted your college application process? Um, the pandemic has definitely affected the application process for schools. Um, everything is pretty much online and the schools that I'm auditioning for aren't even doing callbacks actually. They're just accepting you or not accepting you based on your self tape, which is definitely a little bit scary, but um, it makes the self tape mean that much more. And so as a perfectionist, I spent a long time trying to make sure that my tapes were you know, perfect in my opinion. And so it's been a little bit scary, but it's interesting to see how they're doing it. How have you remained connected to the arts during the pandemic? I've been trying to maintain as connected as I can. It's definitely been hard to find some motivation. Um, that's definitely been a struggle for me during the pandemic, but I've been taking as many workshops as I can because I'm in Canada, so it's not always as easy for me to get access to these workshops like kids in New York or kids in LA. And so it's been really cool that a lot of artists that I look up to have been doing online workshops and masterclasses. And so I've gotten to work with a lot of really awesome people right now. Um, and it's totally changed my outlook on performing. I will never take it for granted ever again. I also, um, once or twice a week, I try to go into my basement and just sing songs that make me happy. It's very therapeutic and it makes me feel good just to sing songs that aren't in a high pressure situation and sing songs that just make me happy instead of ones that I have memorized or have to do for auditions, just ones that are totally laid back and there's no pressure. It's been really fun and I find that very helpful during these stressful times. And so that's kind of one way I've been connecting with the arts. Now, I know that you have some really exciting projects coming up. First, can you tell us about Working Moms? Yes, of course. So I filmed Working Moms back in November, and it was one of my favorite experiences I've ever had on set. It was so much fun, and it was nice that I got to spend some time with other girls my age. Um, and we were all tested for COVID. We all tested negative. So we got to feel a little bit normal for just a couple of days, and... We got to be without masks, which was certainly weird. It was a weird feeling to be that close to people without masks again, but it felt really nice to just be normal for a little bit. Um, and so it, it was really an amazing experience. And it was my first time sort of being on a show that was that has a different target audience. I've done a lot of TV for kids. And so it was really cool to sort of make my way into the adult world of television. And we got to do some improv stuff and we got to have a really good time. And the show is hilarious. So I can't wait to see it. Now, speaking of children's TV shows, I know that you've been playing Everest in Nickelodeon's Paw Patrol for what, like several seasons? Yeah. 
So- I've been on Paw Patrol for seven years. Yeah. Wow. So um, Paw Patrol has totally shaped the performer that I am today. It's insane. I've grown up on the show legitimately. I have been on for seven years. And so I've been doing it since I was 10. And I have grown up beside the sound technicians and the directors. And they all know me super well. I know them super well. I love them all. They're all amazing. And so it's been crazy. I'm so fortunate that I've been able to do it for as long as I have a lot of kids sort of go in and out of the show but I've been there for so long and it's my favorite thing in the world and it's definitely changed a lot during the pandemic I recorded all of season eight from my basement um I have a recording studio now in my basement um and so if you watch season eight um it's all from my basement and so it's been really weird it's been a little tricky because all of the sound has to come from my end. So I have to make sure everything is perfect and everything works for them the way they need it to. So it's been a little bit stressful, but overall it's been awesome. I mean, the convenience of doing it at home is great, but it doesn't go without its challenges. When everything improves and things reopen more as far as Broadway, is there a show that you can't wait to see? Yes, I mean, I can't wait to be in a theater again, but if I could pick any show, I would love to see Six. I had tickets to see it last May, and they were a gift from my mom, and I've been listening to the cast album for years now, and I love it so much, and I was very excited to go see it. Yeah, it's so good. I love the music, and so I was really excited to see it, but unfortunately, I didn't get to. So I think that's the first show I'm going to run to see when Broadway reopens. Do you have any dream parts in any Broadway shows or any TV film characters that you would love to bring to life? Um, I mean, I would love to originate a role on Broadway. I think that's awesome. But if I got to pick an existing role, I think I'd love to be Lydia in Beetlejuice. Um, I love Beetlejuice. I saw it multiple times before it closed and I listened to the album nonstop. I'd also love to be Elphaba one day in Wicked. I just think she's awesome. And I love that that show is all about girl power. And I think that those are some roles I'd love to play. What about singing a song with me today? Yes, I would love to. I picked um, Dying Ain't So Bad from Bonnie and Clyde. Um, And over quarantine, it's become a real comfort musical for me. The song is so special. It's beautiful on the cast recording. And my mom and I listen to it together all the time. And so I thought it would be really fun and really special if I got to sing it with you today. Oh, yay. Well, I am so, so excited to hear you sing the song. Here we go. Don't happen twice when all his days 
Incredible Berkeley. I can't wait to watch you on Working Moms and see what you do next. For some more Broadway fun, come join me on my Twitch at Joshua Turchin. We play Minecraft Among Us and play some music, so follow or subscribe to my Twitch. If you're a student whose show was canceled, please send us a link to a video of you singing to earlynightshowcasting at gmail.com. You may get a chance to go on the show. If you're enjoying these virtual cabarets, please consider making a donation to the Actors Fund's Emergency Relief Fund at www.actorsfund.org to support people working in the entertainment industry who have suddenly found themselves out of work. Any bit helps. You can also find the Early Night Show on the Broadway Podcast Network, wherever podcasts are found, and videos for episodes online on thearlynightshow.com. Thanks again to my guests, Dan Rosales and Berkeley Silverman. And let's keep entertaining. Any artists who want to be virtual guests, send me a direct message on my Instagram, at Joshua Turchin, and let's keep making music to help the world. Stay healthy and wear a mask! Hey, it's Leslie Odom Jr. here on the Broadway Podcast Network to tell you about the RISE Theatre Directory, a program of maestro music. RISE is a national online resource designed to connect and empower backstage and administrative and creative theatre professionals from underrepresented backgrounds. If you work or aspire to work in the theater community, this can help you find your next project. And if you hire theater professionals, search the Rise Theater directory to find your next team. Create your profile now and get more information by visiting risetheater.org. That's theater with an R-E-R-I-S-E-T-H-E-A-T-R-E.org because only together we rise. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. 
Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say, your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Turns and conditions apply.